Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You want a cold open? I got a cold open for you. Go ahead. All right. This is some real world shit from my house, okay? (laughs) It's not even that big a deal, but it's just one of these things like around the house or like between married couples or whatever, right? Okay. So (laughs) I got my car. Wifey's got her car, right? Sometimes she'll pull my car out of the garage and like just like put it in the driveway. Maybe she's got to get to something or whatever. So she just pulls it straight back. I mean, how many feet is that? 20 feet straight back, right into the driveway, put it in park. There you go, right? But it does not matter if she is driving my car because she's taking my car or if she's moving it 20 feet. She will move the seat. Mm. <laughs> in that moment now when you're taking the car and going wherever you're going that makes sense you want to follow the you know safety you got to be able to see all of the above but when you're just backing it out 20 feet i mean lofa how many times look you you know your man is not super tall right neither is she we're really not that far away when it comes to it's not like i'm 6'10 she's 5'2 i mean i'm whatever russell wilson was coming out of high school Okay. <laughs> He's still the same height. She's not much under that. Like, and I'm always saying to her, and it, it, you know, it's like a joke around our house. I'm always just like, do you really have to move the seat? I mean, it's very inconsiderate. Okay. <laughs> you know? I'm telling I her mean, you said so. No, don't tell her. Oh. I was going to talk about Rach, too, my wife. Okay, yeah, you know, what does she do? Taking the car, but, you know, she doesn't listen to the podcast, so don't tell her. Okay, I won't tell her. Okay. I don't think she knows I have a podcast. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she just so, thinks you go in that room and shut the door and talk to yourself about the Seahawks. <laughs> I'm just talking to myself. Yeah. Um, so she'll take the car, right? And then, you know, obviously she has to move the seats. We are uh, about five, six inch difference in height. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe fill the car up with gas if it's low. <laughs> and I can't tell you how many times that we swap cars or whatever. And like, she's like, oh, but you got to get gas. I'm like, of course I do. Of course I do. And then I come back to my car and there's no gas in that one. <laughs> it's Dude, just like, wait a minute. Every weekend, every weekend we get in, in hers because hers is more the family mobile. It's got all the stuff in it and the sports equipment and all that. And we get in to go to like the Little League field or something. Get in, turn it on, gas light on every weekend. Every weekend, I'm just like. Just, I thought about getting a hose and siphoning the gas that I just put into her car in the mine. <laughs> if it uh, wasn't such a, a health hazard, I'd do it. <laughs> I'm petty oh, like man. that. Uh, hashtag uh, husband How problems. <laughs> All right, that's enough complaining. Should we start the show? Should we start the show? Hit it. Take 12 if you want to run uncut. Yeah. Unapologetic from the jump. Yeah. And no politics in this club. Just dirt from the streets and the creeks in the mud. Take 12. Best podcast for the Seahawks. Number one sports talk. Yeah, we got it on live. Take 12. Every episode 12 hot takes. And we rapping for Seattle, my place. Take 12. It's the Take 12 Podcast on the Believe NFL Sports Network. I am Washingtonian turned actor, lifelong Seahawk fan, Brett Davern from Edmonds, Washington. 
and he is Massachusetts. What is? Where are people from? Massachusetts. Massachusetts. The great Commonwealth of Massachusetts. A Massachusetts. Some respect. Uh, turned Seattleite Lofa Tatupu. Ready to do the show? Let's go, brother. All right. On today's episode, we will be visited by David Grubb of the Believe in Saints podcast. Another lovely NFL podcast right here on the Believe NFL Sports Network. And he'll be talking about the matchup coming up this weekend with the Saints in New Orleans. 10 a.m. start time again. The Seahawks are traveling east, but the Saints are coming from London. So we'll see what happens in the Sleepy Bowl (laughs) (laughs) on Sunday. Uh, You know, if you want to place a wager on the Sleepy Bowl, you can do that at our friends betonline.ag. Download their app or check them out on the web browser for all of your online wagering needs. Checking out the email here from Jimmy Betts. Um, let's see. There is a prop bet lofa that I don't like very much. So Jimmy, Jimmy Betts and I are beefing because they got a prop bet. Next quarterback to lose their starting job, non-injury. What? And they have a list of names. Trolling wager is that? Yeah, Carson Wentz is tops the list at uh, five to four, um, and Geno Smith ten to one. Uh, what? Aww. You got to be kidding me! Those odds have got to be going up or down. I'm not sure whichever direction means that he's playing great lately. <laughs> Offensive player of the week. Yeah, the come on, Jimmy Betts. Disrespect is real. The disrespect. <laughs> what the hell? Um, let's see. They also have for the Seahawks game this weekend. Hmm. Oh, uh, Jimmy Betts didn't include the line on the Seahawks game. Well, that doesn't help at all. He's scared of us. (laughs) Go to betonline.ag, everybody. Make sure you use our promo code. Believe 50. For a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's the BetOnline app or it's betonline.ag on the web browser where the game starts. Lofa. Let's start with our quarterback before we get to our conversation with David from the Saints podcast because Geno Smith has been named the NFC Offensive Player of the Week. He was on fire in the last game. His numbers have been great so far. And honestly, if his name was Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, or uh, I don't, Josh Allen, he'd be in an MVP discussion, I think, through four games. I know the record isn't what it should be, but his personal numbers are great, and he's been playing great. No, you're absolutely right. Um, and that's an incredible honor, you know, um, pumped for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's hope he just continues the trend in the direction he's going. He literally carried us with his feet. I think he was the leading rusher in the first half. Yeah. And uh, on top of all the amazing throws he's been making. So, um, we'll, you know, just want to keep building on it. And, uh, and, you know, hopefully he racks up a couple more of these because he would be in the in the discussion for MVP, and if he keeps this up, he will be. Yeah, definitely. Uh, would you say that Gino? <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Remember last season when Gino came in for Russ, and and Lofa was like, "Well, Gino." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to say it? Are you too scared? <laughs> you could try. I could try my beat button. See, see how good I am. <laughs> that guy fucks. <laughs> what, what was the story with that? Why did we start saying that last year? Okay, so at our first ever fundraiser mm-hmm. at the Queen, was it? No, it was at um. Oh, it was, was at Queen Anne Beer Hall. No, it was Rhine House. Rhine House. The Rhine House. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, a couple people showed up, and 
the big thing they kept asking. They're like, okay, well, rust down, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? If they give him the full playbook, which they're finally doing. Looks the like The last it. two yeah. weeks, we've seen him. Mm-hmm. Even last week, checking, audibling at the line. I hadn't seen that in the seven previous starts he had. So they're giving him a full freedom to, to, to change the plays and, and go with what he wants. But so I told them, me and a couple fine gentlemen. Seahawks fans, yep, having some, a few brews. <laughs> over some steins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're sitting there, and, and as I start in saying, if they give him the full playbook, I think we'll be just fine. And I couldn't even finish my sentence. And the guy next to him, next to the guy asked the question, he goes, hell yeah, Gino fucks. <laughs> oh, shit, I missed it. <laughs> do, I, do I have to say it so you can edit it? <laughs> nah. We're just leaving it. We're on the and, internet. And I mean, of course, that's, you know, Silicon Valley. Uh, what was it? Russ Hanneman. The, yep. the, one of the other uh, <laughs> business owners that always drove around the Lamborghini. Yeah. That was that was his line. And so... Uh, but it just caught us all off guard. But we we all knew the show, so we like just fell out laughing. Yeah. And so yeah. Since then, uh, it's been it's been an ongoing joke inside uh, the take twelve. Well, it, it means he he's he, he's playing well, and he can play well, and he has the ability to go out there and fuck. And lately, <laughs> he's going out there and fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Gino through four games is all the time, and he. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you know, we're selling a T-shirt that uh, says this right on it. And if you guys want to check it out, it's in our merch store right now. We'll put a link up on social media because Gino fucks. And if you want to wear a T-shirt to the grocery store, letting everybody know that, well, you can because it's a free country. <laughs> if you fox with Gino, buy the Gino fucks. <laughs> uh, epic Seats, everybody. Epic Seats is next up on the list. EpicSeats.com, our partner. Uh, If you guys are looking to sell your seats to anything, not just Seahawks games, uh, which I don't know why you'd be selling at this point. This team looks great. But um, if you want to sell tickets, you got tickets to Mariners, which they're in the playoffs, so don't sell those. But maybe next season you got season tickets. Uh, The Kraken are starting up. Maybe you're a Kraken season ticket holder. You can't make it to every game. You want to sell your seats. Do it on EpicSeats.com. Use our promo code TAKE12 or mention TAKE12 when you're selling your seats and you get an extra $12 per ticket that you're selling. You could be selling just like a concert tickets that you have. You want an extra 12 bucks on that ticket, mention TAKE12. And if you're buying tickets at EpicSeats.com for anything, mention TAKE12. You get 12% off when you're spending $100. And Epic Seats also furnishes Two Seahawk tickets to every single game for free. It's a it's a prize. We're gonna give it out. We've been giving them out every week to listeners. Um, you need to win these, and to win them, uh, Lofa has a movie quote for all of you, and you just answer uh, or tell us where what movie it comes from or whatever, and uh, we'll put you in the hat, and we'll draw one out, and one of you will win tickets to this Seahawks New Orleans game. So if you're planning on going down to New Orleans or you know anyone in New Orleans who wants tickets, let them know about this contest. Lofo, what do you have for us this week, my man? Yeah, important to know you can always gift the tickets if you can't, you know. So just yeah, totally. we still appreciate the yeah, particip- call up there your are participation awards. Aunt or uncle this. in New Orleans be like, hey, you want to go to the game? Right. Yeah. yeah. And the and the tickets, one more thing should be noted, they mm-hmm. get released just a couple, they're guaranteed to be released just a couple hours. So if you are in a neighboring state going over, yeah. make sure like you're covered. 
Yeah, we we got you. We don't transfer the tickets over to the winner until a few hours before the game. That's just how they do it at Epic Seats. But rest assured, you will be going to the game. You do have seats when you win our contests. Okay, here we go. Epic Seats, Take 12 Podcast, movie quote trivia. You remember the time (laughs) he tackled that guy from Louisville and threw him in the stands? If you know what movie that's from, uh, comment below. We'll throw your name in the hat to win two se- <laughs> to win two seats, two tickets uh, to the Saints Seahawks game this weekend. Uh, right now, Lofa, let's jump over to the Fit My Foot hotline and chat with David Grubb from the Believe in Saints podcast about this game this week. Okay, let's do it. Did you know we had oh, yeah. a Fit My Foot hotline? I do now. <laughs> The Fit My Foot Hotline, everybody. It's David Grubb from Believe in Saints right here on the Believe NFL Sports Network. What's up, David? What's happening? Glad to, uh, glad to be here with you guys. Talk well, some football. Let's do it. Man, yeah, we got a game coming up this week. And before we get into it, let me tell everybody about our wonderful sponsor, Fit My Foot, who has revolutionized the footwear industry. They brought custom footwear to your smartphone with the ability to scan your feet through their award-winning app. You take a couple of pictures of your feet, not in a creepy way. It could be, but Fit My Foot's only interested in the foot. So whatever you put in the background, that's up to you. <laughs> they want a picture of your foot. They'll send you these custom insoles. It relieves uh, back pain, leg pain. You know, you feel rejuvenated. They have 3D printed custom arch support, and they are delivered within 14 days. Most insoles and, and stuff you get from the podiatrist can take forever, and it can cost a fortune. These insoles cost less. They get there faster. And Take 12 listeners can use the promo code LOFA20 to get 20% off right now. Check out the app. Download it. It's Fit My Foot. But on to David and the Saints. David? Yes. The Seahawks weren't making many people nervous at the beginning of the year. You know, we were a little up and down. I would talk to people from other shows and they'd say, well, we're not really nervous about the Hawks. But now we're rolling with the NFC Offensive Player of the Week and Geno's found his game. Are you nervous about our Seahawks? Yeah. I mean, look, you're the Saints, and this is the fact of the matter. Through four games this season, they've been out physical in every game. Mm. Every game. Mm. You know, and and you look at it, they had to come back in the Atlanta game, but Cordero Patterson ran for 140 yards in that ball game. The next week against uh, Tampa, Tampa pretty much shut them down offensively and defensively. Um, you know, the Saints were not able to, to get stops when they needed to. Um, then the last two weeks, you know, you, you look at teams, Christian McCaffrey was able to get 25 plus carries over four yards per carry against Oof. the Saints. That shouldn't happen. You know, in a game when Baker Mayfield, I think, threw 15 passes. Wow. When you can win a game and your opponent only has to throw the ball 50, you know, they, you only have to throw the ball 15 times. That's a coach's dream. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that means you didn't have any chance to make mistakes hmm. and the saints didn't generate any mistakes. They didn't get any pressure on anybody. And then in overseas, you get, you get to get team like Minnesota, which had been struggling to get Justin Jefferson, the ball all year. He gets 10 catches, 140 hmm. yards. And he, and he makes a 39 yard catch to set up after you scored to tie the game up, you have position to put yourself into overtime and you allow a 39 yard catch in single coverage 
with Marshawn Lattimore, who's supposed to be a top five cover corner in the NFL. Yeah, that game was wild down the stretch. I mean, Lofa, if we're hearing David correctly, this means we uh, Rashad Penny should have a big day, huh? Uh, well, one was a running back, one was a receiver, but 140 yards for anybody. I'll take that. And, uh, you know, Metcalf went off for 140 last week. So, uh, well, though, I was, I was, I was going, going back to what David was saying about Christian McCaffrey's numbers is, is what I was, what I meant oh, for yeah. Penny. Yeah. And, and Cordell Patterson, you know, right. He, sure. Um, he, he went off too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so yeah, I mean, just with the newfound running game and really what it's been for us, David. It's, you know, most teams, they run to set up the pass. Uh, Gino has set up the run for us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like they they backed off some of their coverages, you know, kept uh, only seven in the box, and we attacked. And uh, it's it's been awesome for Penny to get going because when we get the game go- run game going, it, it's going to make the Gino even more dangerous, mm-hmm. which is wild to think of. Yeah. No, and look, totally. I would say this, look, as, as a defender, you know, the Saints have not given up a ton of points this season. Yeah. But they have not gotten a lot of three and outs. Mm-hmm. And you know how it is it, 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 when field position being as important as it is. If you're giving up one or two first downs before you give up, the, before you force a punt, yeah. you're still field. putting your offense that you know is struggling field position. in position to have to go 80 yards to score all the time. And the Saints have shown through four weeks that they are not capable of consistently going down the field 70, 80 yards at a pop. Mm. Well, I might have some good news for Saints fans then because the Seahawks give up a lot of yards and a lot of points. Our offense has been on fire lately, but the defense does. I mean, look, we we scored what a, a bajillion points last game and still only won by three. I think it was three? you know forty eight to or forty five, right? So yeah. we're giving up points and we're giving up yards. And so if the Saints offense needs to get right, this might be the game. I just hope we can score more points than the other team. I have a feeling we're going to be in a lot of kind of you know track meets or shootouts this year. The Saints are just injured, though. You look at mm, yeah. you know offensively, Michael Thomas has been hurt. Um, you know, Jarvis Landry has been hurt, and that's been a problem for both of them for a number of years now. Um, as talented as they both are, they've missed a lot of time. Chris Olave is a rookie, so you're putting him in a in a difficult position. Though he, you know, rookie receivers are the position you can make a, a, the you know an impact really quickly. But you're also getting uncharacteristic fumbles. The Saints mm-hmm. lead the NFL in turnovers right now, and you take away Jameis Winston wasn't there to throw any picks last week. Saints fumbled it twice the week before, you know, Mark Ingram gives up a pick six. Yeah. I mean, a f- uh, I mean, a fumble, uh, scoop and score. Right, right, right. So, I mean, that's not on Jameis. Yeah. When no, yeah. You're, you have your running backs who are not supposed to be giving up the ball. Mark Ingram was not known as a fumbler. You know, Al Kamara is not known as a fumbler, but they've put the ball in critical times. Yeah. I mean, if there's any glimmer of hope for you, uh, Dave, I'll say, the Lions, Jared Goff, did not have his top receiver or running back for this matchup, and they still put up 45. Yeah. But what you alluded to, we have thrived and lived off the turnover in key situations. Denver, we had two fumbles on the one-yard line um, this past game. A pick six by the rookie, Tyreek Rowland. Both of our young guys are playing well. And then Kobe Bryant came out of nowhere, ripped the ball away from the receiver, and we got another turnover. And we needed every bit of that, especially the score. Yeah, I was uh, looking at the numbers from uh, the Saints game last week versus Minnesota because, I mean, Andy Dalton at quarterback for you guys, an efficient 20 of 28 
for 236 and a touchdown. Um, running backs, I mean, Murray, you know, 11 carries for 57. That's 5.2 per. Taysom Hill, five carries for 21 <laughs> for 4.2. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, I you know, it sounds like we're trying to convince each other that each other's yes. teams are better than hey, Minnesota. Than we has Minnesota think we are, been but... really good this year, though? See, this is the thing: is like you look at who the Saints have played. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. None of the teams that they've played have either been particularly explosive offensively. Tampa Bay's been terrible on offense. You know, you talk. It, yeah. It's not like Carolina's been blowing people up, and they have talent, but they have a no. You have no quarterback there, and you have an iffy offensive line. But they, against the Saints, they looked good, and the same with Atlanta. Atlanta's two and two. But have they have they impressed you? So that's the thing with the Saints. It's like every time you look at them, the main thing I'm seeing is week in and week out, the opponent has been more physical and more disciplined because the Saints also lead the NFL in penalties. So that's not something you, uh, that matters based on your opponent. That's about you. Yeah. You're leading the league in penalties. That's about you. Those are that's on the Saints. So I, I mean, I think we might be, if anything, maybe number two behind <laughs> you in penalties because it's been pretty ugly. over Last game, it just kept getting interrupted both sides. I think it was 13 and 11, you know, for, uh, respectively for us in the line. So it uh, hasn't been clean, to say the least. But, yeah, like Brett said, we could be in for another offensive shootout, you know, regardless of who's healthy and who's playing just because of – how we've been, how both teams have been playing. Well, and Andy Dalton is a pro's pro. I mean, he's been in the league forever. He's uh, probably one of the better backups when it comes to options. If you, if you had your guy go down. And like I said, last week, he had a pretty good week and this week he's going to have the entire week to prepare. So, I mean, he's, you know, he's Andy Dalton. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's the red rifle, baby. He is Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton. Andy that Dalton is, true. is Andy Dalton. Yes, you're correct. And yeah, a week to prepare. Um, Olave, he is a beast. I know he's a rookie, but like you said, young rookies have been proven to you know shine, especially first rounders or second rounders. They've been getting their due uh, recently. So you know that's really. I, I'm really going to be looking. You know, can we really just stop the run one time? Mm-hmm. Like, just I don't care if we put nine in the box, man. <laughs> You know, if we go zero blitz coverage, yeah, just make sure they don't run the ball. Yeah, I think I think for us Seahawks fans are just looking for the team to put together a complete game. That's what we talked about in our recap after the Lions game. Is that like it's just kind of been this roller coaster this year where like the offense will have it, then the defense will kind of look better, and we're just looking for them to put it together on both sides of the ball. And from from hearing David Lofa, I'm feeling pretty good about this weekend. I I kind of agree with David. I think the Hawks are going to wax the Saints. I don't think David said that, but um, I, what concerns me is we come off a physically exhausting. I know those guys have to be exhausted, you know, offense and defense. You know, it was 30 minutes each. It wasn't like we killed them in time of possession, mm-hmm. but you were on the road, you know, that going all the way to the East Coast, you know, right after going to Detroit, mm-hmm. um, that's. You know, travel always plays a factor, especially if it's a an early game. And, yeah, so uh, does a thirteen flight, an hour flight from London. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's the Saints are coming well, off guys, the London game. You guys, you guys gained a couple hours though. You came back. The other way. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Lofa. Actually, interestingly enough, I've been seeing online, um, and I, I was going to ask you about this on this episode anyway, because the Seahawks have always had this reputation for when they go to. Uh, the East Coast or when they travel East and their bodies are on that sort of 10 a.m. body clock game that they don't play very well. But actually, recently and under Pete Carroll, I think they're like 15 and one in those games of their last 16. However, Lofa, your team with Mike Holmgren 
wasn't so great at those 10 a.m. body clock games. What's the difference between the way that you guys did it maybe back then and maybe the way Pete's doing it now? Or, or what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, we played better teams. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I know. We know the record sucked. Man, you have to bring that shit up. Well, what's up? Um, what was up with you guys? You up too late the night before? What happened? No, you know what? I think we weren't out like we normally would. We should have been out. Mm. We should have had no curfew. Mm, um, okay. And uh, and just got into our normal routine. Okay. Hanging out with the bros, playing some video games, having a soda pop or two. Uh-huh. But... <laughs> Um, no, it's, you know, that whole going East, it's, it's not just a mental thing. It physically, right. you, you know, so what, what Pete did do, um, he had he, this fucking guy, he had the music <laughs> at the breakfast blaring, like, you know, like a practice or a pregame, yeah. the locker room, the music's going and he had that shit. He had a stereo in the, uh, the cafeteria, the, oh, the yeah. pre pregame, you know, uh, breakfast. So like. Soon as you come down, eight AM, that the place is rocking. And you know, he's over there dancing, high fiving, and Yeah, know, he is, like, man. He's on his third pack of gum by then. He's ready to oh, go. For sure. So, you know, I don't there's something to it, but um, yeah, mentally, you know, and, and then yeah, you're right. I, I forgot you guys were in London. So and, and coming off that was a tough loss, right? Back yeah. and forth. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. four lead changes at the end, right mm-hmm. there by field goals, right? So um that's part of it too. Look, you, you talk about Will Lutz, and and yeah, you know, sixty-one yards. Look, you, you, no, 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 um, shame in missing a sixty-one yarder, and it would bounce off the the, the dang pole. Yeah, I mean, but it was real close to going four, in. Anyway. He is four for eight this season, and that's unusual for Will oh, Lutz wow. to be four for eight. So, so the Saints have like a lot of different issues, and I'd say this too: the offensive line was the main concern going into the season. Still, don't have the number one pick in Trevor Penning, and then. Last week, the three lo- three of the five lowest rated players on the team were to the left side of the line. So that's the side you need. I mean, when your center and your left tackle and your left guard are your lowest rated, you know, performing players, and that's where it's been this this season. You know, it's just that that makes it so difficult. All the fundamental things right now are messed up, and it's hard to do anything better than that and tell people to play really hard when fundamentally it seems like they're just errors that you can't fix hmm. you can't fix it when, when the line is that bad during the season hmm. i don't know how much better they get all I, right hawks you heard the man load up on the right side their left i i think for Release me the hounds you know for me I, I i'm not worried about our offense i think i love what i've seen from gino and you know we all we all we're all loving that i think for for me and i think for a lot of seahawk fans this game is all about our defense and all about our defense taking a step in the right direction. Dave, you guys still have, you know, Jordan and uh, and Davis, two veteran players that I really, you know, love watching. I mean, how, how are they playing? Because, you know, I know they have, they play with a lot of pride and, and they kick a lot of ass. They, I mean, they kicked our ass. Cam, Cam's, had, Cam's had a slow start. Um, you know, not, not a lot of, the Saints have not gotten a lot of sex. Marcus Davenport has been very good. Oh, okay. He has been very good. Um, you know, Double teams have not been able to stop him. Uh, the Saints have just had some some struggles with the D line. They have not been able to get a lot of pressure up the middle, um, and they've not gotten to the to quarterback really well. Pete uh, Pete Warner, watch out for him. Um, I think he's he's a yeah. potential Pro Bowler in another year or so. Okay. Um, he just can 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 tackle. He's he's the most fundamental tackler. I think the the one weakness for the Saints has been this year when they lost Malcolm Jenkins. 
when you lose um, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, when you lose um, Marcus Williams, what you lost, Marcus Williams was fantastic sideline to sideline as far as his coverage. He was not just a near-the-line guy. Marcus May, who missed last game, he and um, you know Tyron Matthew are smaller guys, so they're not as physical as as CJ was or as um, you know as, as what they were before. So I think that's been a big difference too because you've seen this, some teams break tackles against the Saints on a pretty consistent basis. We need to get to we some predictions. We got to predict this game. Yeah, who wants to go first? We predict the scores because of our lovely partner. Simply Seattle, go to shop.simplyseattle.com. Use our promo code. Take 12. To take 12% off of anything at simplyseattle.com. And if you guys go to our Instagram or Twitter, you predict the score underneath the score prediction post. And if you nail it, you get a $50 gift card from Simply Seattle. And if you just get close, whoever gets the closest before the game, everybody, no no leaving yeah. posts after the game starts or after the game's over. I'm screenshotting time, this yeah. time. I'm <laughs> on to all you guys and all you these Johnny-come-latelys with their, oh, I just missed it by one point. Yeah, right. But anyway, if you get closest before the game, and when we screenshot it, we'll give you a $25 gift card. So either a $25 gift card or a $50 gift card from Simply Seattle. Uh, but you guys uh, can give me your predictions. No prizes on the line. I, I don't, you know, Dave, go ahead. You're up. I'll say a Seattle 27-21. Ooh, okay. A little low scoring. I, I Listen, in Geno, I trust. I said last week that we were going to score a few more uh, be, just based on what happened in Atlanta, but then they went off. So yeah. this game, I'm going big. And you know I always go a weird score because I'm not good at predicting these things, so I make it ridiculous. The Seahawks will score 69 points. <laughs> <laughs> And the Saints, I think, will score 65. Interesting number. Ah, (laughs) It's going to be close again. I think we look for the defense to take a step forward. But Andy Dalton, the old savvy, wily vet uh, who, you know, just does nothing but make first downs and take care of the ball. I think he'll just be dumping it off underneath. And I think they're going to get their yards and points regardless. I'd be surprised if they don't just hammer the run, you know. Mm. Um, I, I thought the Lions probably gave up on a little early even though they did put up 45 which is crazy to think that mm-hmm. they didn't barely even use the run jamal williams had broke off that 51 yard went well over 100 um so my prediction i'm going hawks we we take a step forward with that offense doesn't mean more points but i say we're gonna go 35 mm-hmm. hawks 35 and let's go 27 i don't think we <laughs> We shut these guys down either, man. I think <laughs> I think we hopefully take a step forward there too. But yeah, yeah 35 27 Hawks. I mean, at least the Lions have put up some points on people. Yeah. This season. You know, I mean, what they were they were top five in offense going into that game last week. Yeah. Saints haven't put points on anybody, especially in the first <laughs> half. And then, you know, I say this too. I mean, I'm just looking at the Saints have been bad at home the last two oh, years. David. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a very bad time right now. <laughs> this is the punishment. Oh, this no. is the punishment for 15 years and messing with the cap and doing all the things that we've done. 
This is we the win this game. that New Orleans is suffering. We have to win this game. If we don't win this game, I'm going to be upset. They tried it with officiating. Left <laughs> Officiating last week was bad. For David's oh. mental sake, I kind of hope the Saints do win this game. But for our sake, with what David's talking about, there is no way we can lose this game. I'm going to be straight embarrassed if we lose this game. Seahawks need to come, come back with a win. Yeah. They're spoiled. These young fans are spoiled. Spoiled. They don't remember what the eighties were like. It was. For the Seahawks, either man. I, you know, I'm I was born in '83, so like I re- remember the old Kingdome and the AstroTurf and the silver helmets and the you know some down years and yeah, man, it's 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 rough. Remember the silver helmets. You're calling for them. Oh, I want back. They need to bring back the every old episode. Brett's yeah. like, uh, yeah. I don't want to see lime green ever again. I don't uh, see it anymore. Oh, oh, we like it. The action green now is much better than the action green they tried back in. That one is it is better. It is better. I do, but I do miss the old school silver and blue. Like, yeah, and and the dude that I am uh, like campaigning in for the Hall of Fame like all the time, Ricky Waters. Oh, I am a huge Ricky Waters fan. I think he's one of the most underrated running backs ever. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think you know, I think he belongs in that Roger Craig, Marshall Falk. Alvin Kamara, when you well, talk about those multifaceted backs who could do everything. He could do it all. Yeah, super cool dude, too. He came to Legends Weekend last year and just super down-to-earth, cool dude. And, uh, yeah, I didn't know. I had to look up his bio. I knew he went to Notre Dame, and, you know, he was there with um, Bettis and then Reggie Brooks. They had a three-headed monster there. Wow, but yeah. he, um, someone got hurt and because he was a receiver his whole life in, in high school and then even got – recruited to be a receiver tailback got hurt and they were like hey rick we're just gonna move you to tailback and he like made all all american like wow i loved his running style like it just looks smooth yeah running a football and a cool cool ass name too ricky waters that's a good name running water sounds like it sounds like somebody in uh, like friday night lights the tv show or something it's like a a hollywood writer wrote that name for a football player it's awesome (laughs) and also when i back in the day when i would play nfl blitz all the time, he, that was the that was the squad on the Seahawks. It was Ricky, Warren Moon, Amon Green, and I think Galloway Green. in that version. Joey Galloway, Joey Amon Gale. Green. Yeah. yeah, it was that, that was feel, a sick team. I still team. think he's tied for most touchdowns in a single Super Bowl because he and I think he and Jerry Rice what you, have the record. They uh, that against that against when the they beat Chargers. Um, Chargers. San Diego, yeah, yeah, they whooped him that day. Had, I think he had four, yeah, I think four he had four, four in that game. Yeah, wow. so. <laughs> David, you're Isn't the man. Good for you to get ready. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, man. Um, tell everybody where they can find you guys. I mean, I, it's Believe in Saints on any right. podcast app, but then give out your guys' social medias and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, at um, Believe Saints uh, for the podcast, at DM Grub for myself, and at T Copper Ten. For my co-host, Terrence Cop. Thanks, man. Yeah, it was a great time. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you, brother. Well, there you go. That's the podcast for today. Shout out to David Grubb and Terrence Copper and the Believe in Saints podcast. Thank you to them for being on the show. Thank you to our sponsors, Fit My Foot. Check out their app. Take pictures of your feet. Get the insoles. Make them feel better. BetOnline.ag epicseats.com and it sounded like I had one more, didn't it? It did. I don't for this. Break us down, partner. <laughs> Hands in the middle, everybody. Um, well, I mean, what do we got? We got, it's going to 10 a.m. body clock game. We're going to New Orleans. Oh, I, okay, okay, okay. 
Or marching on the Saints? I don't know. <laughs> We're going down to Louisiana, so we might as well do a terrible just, you know, thing that every schlocky host probably does. But they can do it, and they can do it all night long. And especially in conjunction with the T-shirt we're selling right now, it feels appropriate. So, Lofa, you can do it on three. You can do it on me. One, two, three. You You can can do do it. it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.